0: Hey, Oil Country, this is Taylor Hall. This is Connor McDavid. Double
1: team got it back. Score! What a beautiful move! And welcome back,
0: Connor! This is Ryan and John Hopkins. I'm Leon Dreissel. This
2: is
1: Jordan Eberle from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid feeds Eberle for the hat trick! He's got it!
3: This, this is Oil Country.
1: Willow Myers. what a save by Cam Talbot!
0: He got him with the left pad! And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where Oil Country shops for printers and office equipment service is their business. Now, boss offer on the official radio station
1: of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Ched. <laughs>
3: California, but we pay homage to the Eagles after the uh, I I guess what they did last night with the Grammys sort of a uh historical retrospective on the uh, brilliance of the the eagles were the anaheim ducks are in town so hotel california seems somewhat appropriate jam-packed edition of orders now brought to you by digitex canada's largest canada dealership where their main goal is to save you time and money and provide true alberta service check them out at digitex.ca digitex now has a massive supplies division where you can find paper and supplies for all brands of office equipment Jam-packed Tuesday edition game night, the Edmonton Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks. I will set up the lines for you. We'll hear from Reed Wilkins, hear from uh, Oilers head coach Todd McClellan, as well as, uh, well, uh, a couple of the players uh, in uh, tonight's game uh, coming up in the first half hour of the show. And then we'll go Stauffer inspector for the fine folks at Alberta Horse Racing. Uh, that'll take place from 1230 to 130 today. HRA. This province was built on the back of a horse. HRA, proud contributors to the Alberta Lottery Fund. And HRA, over 7,000 employed, over 7,000 horses. So stop for inspector from 1230 to 130. And then at 135, Oilers icon Ryan Smith will be making an appearance on today's show as well. So jam-packed edition of Oilers now coming up for you. Brendan Ulrich's back in the studio. Brendan, did you have a good weekend?
2: Yeah, it's like a double duty of Ryan Smith, Bob. He was on the Best of Show yesterday as well. So. Okay,
3: well there you go. I thought we'd, uh,
2: you know, we'd renew that a bit. So there you have it. But yeah, doing good, Bob. Long weekend, short week ahead, and uh, it's a game night, so nothing to complain about.
3: No, absolutely, it's a beautiful thing. Though the Oilers will be severely challenged tonight by the Anaheim Ducks. They've got their game going. Of that, there is no debate. The Ducks come in with a record of nine one and one in their last eleven games. They've outscored teams forty three to twenty eight. And oh, by the way, here at Rex. Place the Ducks have owned the Edmonton Oilers. They're 14 1 and 1 in their last 16 visits to Rexall since Christmas time. Bruce Bruderow, Paul McLean, Trent Yanni, their squad 16 4 and 2 in the last 22 games. That's the best record in the National Hockey League. For the Edmonton Oilers, Cam Talbot will start in goal. He's 12-17-3 at 2.66 goals against average, 0.914. Save percentage, of course. Talbot was sick on Saturday night. Laurent Brassois gave the Oilers a puncher's chance. Was tremendous in between the pipes. Oilers losing 2-1 in a shootout to Winnipeg. Uh, the D we expect to see as the following. Andre Sekera with Justin Schultz brandon davidson with eric Griba and darnell nurse with mark fain would not surprise me by the way brandon davidson a restricted free agent in three of the last five games he's played north of 22 minutes um and uh, two of those five games 25 minutes uh he is an rfa the Oilers' options are sign him to a two-year deal and take him one year before free agency or sign him to a four-year deal um If it were me, I might be looking at a two-year deal on Davidson, and if I was Davidson's camp, I might be looking at a two-year deal because he's becoming an increasingly important player long-term for the Oilers organization. Now, uh, we will hear – actually, I don't know if we're going to actually run the the clip of Tom McClellan talking about a potential illness uh, with the Oilers forward core. There's a chance Anton Lander will play tonight, but the order is expected to go with Connor McDavid, with Benoit Pouliot, and Jordan Eberle. McDavid, four goals, 12 points in uh, seven games since the All Star break. Leon Dreisettle of Taylor Hall and Teddy Purcell. And uh, Dreisettle doesn't have a point in five games, nor does Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall also has not scored in 10 games. So he's got to get her going. Mark Latestu with Zach Cassian and Neil Yakupov. Yakupov does not have a point in the last eight games. Hendricks with Korpakoski and Paco Renan. Um, you know, Korpakoski scored a hat-trick against the Rangers December 11th. He has not scored in 24 games. Paco Renin has not scored nine. The Oilers desperate for some secondary scoring. Their top line with David Pouliot and Eberle, uh, you know, they've combined for 32 points in seven games, but they're not getting the juice elsewhere in the lineup. Will be an interesting matchup. The Oilers facing Anaheim, who have pulled their game together. Of that, there is no debate. Ryan Getzlaff centering former Oiler David Perron and Mike Santarelli. Uh, Perron coming over in a trade for Carl Hagelin. This was a brilliant move by Bob Murray. He gets out of Hagelin's four-year contract. Perron's in the last year of his deal, and he's been lights out in Anaheim. He's got five goals and 12 points in 12 games against the uh, for the Ducks since coming over in that trade for Pittsburgh. Getslap, by the way, has nine points in five games uh, for Anaheim. Richard or Ricard Raquel centers the second line. Uh, we're going to get a chance to see Nick Ritchie. He finished the year last year in Sault Ste. Marie playing with Darnell Nurse, and uh, it'll be Richie and Corey Perry on the right side with Ricard Raquel. Raquel has six goals, 10 points in his last 12 games. Corey Perry has 12 points in his last 11 games. So two lines really going at it. And then their shutdown line is Kessler with Cogliano and Jakob Silverberg. And all Kessler has done is uh, have 57.8% in the faceoff circle. Nate Thompson with uh, Patrick Maroon, who got a little bit nicked up last night and uh, Edmonton-born Ryan Garbutt, his dad, of course, Gord Garbett, a one-time color man uh, working with Rod Phillips on the Oilers' radio uh, broadcast. Gord was a, a minor league goaltender as well. Defensively, Cam Fowler with Kevin Biexa, uh, Hampus Lindholm with Josh Manson, uh, Simon Dupre coming back off that injury uh, with Sammy Votnin. Lindholm, Vatninen, Biexa, Fowler, all playing north of 21 minutes per game. Lindholm and Vaughtnum restricted free agents. Maybe one goals in the offseason. This uh, Ducks organization with two excellent defense prospects playing for Dallas Akins down in San Diego, Shea Theodore and Brandon Monteur. Montour, by the way, 38 points this year in 46 games in the American Hockey League. Freddie Anderson will get back-to-back starts. Here's what he's done in his last ten starts. Eight oh and one, a two point zero eight goals against average and a .928 save percentage. This will be a challenge tonight for the Edmonton Oilers hockey team. The Ducks, by the way, with the NHL's best penalty killing at 88.3%, and they've given up uh, a goal in four consecutive games while being shorthanded. So uh, they're they're at 88.3. They were even better before this recent run that's seen them drop off. So it is the Oilers against the Anaheim Ducks. One of the things that Edmonton's going to have to contend with Specifically, uh, you know, Connor McDavid might see a bit of Ryan Kessler. And Todd McClellan, the Oilers head coach, had an interesting comment on that.
0: I don't mind some of our young players playing against that. That's part of our evolution. That's part of our ability for, for um, players to to get through that. Uh, based on where we are in scheduling, standings, that type of stuff, it's not a bad thing. Um, they learn what it's going to feel like sometimes in the playoffs. And and often when you're at home and, and Kessler wins a faceoff, he gets off, uh, it's easier to get your match on the road than it is at home um, because you can change real quick and and get your guys out there. So Leon, uh, Connor, those type of players playing against the Kessler, playing against Jonathan Taves, Ansi Kopitar, it's a good experience for them um, at this time of the year. Uh, Would we like to avoid it? Of course we would. But um, it's not a bad thing sometimes.
3: Uh, One of the things that's got to happen for the Edmonton Oilers is the line of Leon Dreisaitl along with Taylor Hall and Teddy Purcell got to get going again. Zero points in five games for both Hall and Dreisaitl. Hall's not scored in ten. Here's Todd McClellan on uh, Dreisaitl's line needing to get it turned around here.
0: We work with him. I I sat with him yesterday and we we went through some uh, areas of his game. Um, And it's not always negative. We're not always bringing him in and and whacking him. We're, uh, we're showing him things that he's done well and can he build off of those things when he's when he's going well. Um, I think every player has a foundation. When they're going well they feel good because these things are happening. And how do you make those things happen? Because that they're going to occur before the goal. They're going to occur before the assist. Um, and you've got to make those things happen. So reviewed what he does well and what that line does well. Um, it's a matter of getting them up and, and running again.
3: Uh, Brendan Ulrichs, who's producing the show for us, uh, wanted me to go to uh, the McClellan uh, helping Taylor Hall clip instead of the uh, McClellan on Leon's line clip. Let's go to the McClellan on Leon's line clip right now.
0: I want them to take care of their own end and be responsible in uh, in all three zones. Uh, the ability to defend and do it right and get out of your end quicker will allow them more time to uh, to attack offensively. Um, I think they need. To get the puck to the net a little bit more and find uh, opportunities on second chances, not always off the rush. They need to win more faceoffs, so they're in the other team's end a little bit longer than, than what they've been. But um, the three of them have some work to do to get back to where they were before, and they're very capable of doing it.
3: The are going to need that tonight. This is a good hockey club. They're playing the Anaheim Ducks. It's owned them historically over the last several years. Taylor Hall had this to say on his line struggling offensively.
0: Um, yeah, I, I think definitely confidence is a big is a big thing, especially for young guys in the league. And uh, and we're going through you know a bit of a drought here where confidence isn't isn't high. So um, all it takes is one play, um, you know, one good period where you you kind of get that feel again. And um, it's about hard work. It's about playing the right way defensively. I thought last game we. We were very good in our end, uh, which hadn't been the case in the previous game. So once we shore that up, uh, I feel like the offense is going to come and and then the confidence after that.
3: All righty. So it's the Edmonton Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, There's an opportunity for you to be involved tonight at Rexall Place as well. Synovus and the Edmonton Oilers encourage fans tonight to bring non-perishable food items to the game tonight. Food items will be accepted as you enter Rexall Place, and all donations will support the Edmonton Food Bank. All fans that bring a donation will have a chance to win the -the behind-the-scenes tour and four gold tickets for the final regular season game here at Rexall Place. The Edmonton Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks do want to mention... That minor hockey season's almost over, but there's still time to salute your rink's home ice hero, courtesy of ATB Financial. Watch a video of the latest winner and nominate your own hero at ATB.com backslash home ice. Reed Wilkins coming up at 1222. We're going to spend a minute right now and get to NHL today for Kentwood Ford with
2: relationships with Oilers past and present. And uh, here is Brendan Ulrich. Uh, Bob, we have eight games on tap around the league tonight. Uh, That includes the Oilers, but we'll get to uh, the Devils hosting the Philadelphia Flyers. The Flyers have lost uh, five of their last six. They're six points back of Tampa for a wild-card spot. The Devils are a point up on Tampa. They hold down the top Eastern Conference wild-card spot and have won three straight. Mike Camilleri remains out for the Devils. A heavyweight matchup tonight, L.A. and Washington. Uh, Justin Williams and Mike Richards playing their former team. Brooks Orpik returning for the Capitals after missing 40 games with a lower body injury. Jonathan Quick back in goal for the Kings. Bob, who do you have tonight? Capitals. Ah, oh, thought you'd go with the Kings. Nope. I think the Kings win tonight, going against my Capitals. All right. We'll see what happens. Uh, It's a big game nonetheless. The Jets are in uh, Carolina. Mark Stewart will miss four to six weeks with a broken hand for the Jets. That injury happened against the Oilers. The Jets nine points back of the abs for a wild-card spot. Hurricanes are four points out of a playoff spot. Justin Falk uh, should return tonight for the Hurricanes. Columbus home to Boston. Brad Marchand has... Seven goals in his uh, last seven games. He's on a seven-game goal streak. Uh, Columbus six, two and two in their last ten. Ottawa home to Buffalo. Evander Kane will not play for the Sabers after he slept in and uh, missed practice on Monday. Sounds like he was in Toronto for uh, the All-Star weekend festivities, and uh, he'll be punished and missing tonight's game. The Sens have lost three straight since acquiring Dion Phaneuf. Uh, San Jose and Tampa Bay. Tampa will not be trading Steven Stamkos before the trade deadline, according to. GM Steve Eiserman. that uh, story coming down yesterday. Bob, uh, is that the right move?
3: Uh, my guess is Stamco's test free agency this summer. That's all that matters there. Uh, we will mention the Sharks are 18-8-2 eight on the road this year. Wow. Dallas Stars are in uh, St. Louis. They beat the Preds 3-2 in OT last night. Petrangelo remains out for the Blues. Rob Scuderi placed on waivers by the Blackhawks. What was the uh, deal for Trevor Daly? Hmm. That's interesting. Very interesting. uh, Brendan, I'm just going to pick up on the AHL here. AHL Bakersfield winning both games this weekend. The guy that's on fire right now for – the uh, Bakersfield Connors, Jajar Kara. He's had a tremendous go of late. I think he's got 10 points his last six games and his plus nine. Edmonton Oil Kings beat Lethbridge 4 3 on Saturday and then lost 3 1 to Tri City yesterday. And the Alberta Golden Bears winning both games against Mount Royal this past weekend. They clinched second spot in Canada West. They got a first round bye. They move up to number four in the CIS rankings. When we come back, Reed Wilkins, host of Inside Sports on Oilers Now.
1: Whoa. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad.
3: It's 1224 in Edmonton. Stauffer Stoffer Inspector coming up, 1230 to 130. Ryan Smith today at 130. This is Oilers Now. Want to mention the best pizza city, still making a great royal pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original royal pizza and Old Strathcona, 45 plus years. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean Chicken, new spot in Ellerslie. And they do catering as well. Visit royalpizza.ca. We bring aboard Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports.
1: Hello, Reed. Let's get back at Hello, it. Hello, Bob. It's the Anaheim Good Ducks.
3: It's the Edmonton Oilers.
1: Yeah, I always love, uh, I always think of the old video game Duck Hunt whenever they play the Anaheim Ducks. That's no... the song I would have started the show with. Instead of Hotel California? <laughs> Then again, sometimes my song choices are, are known to be uh, a little odd. You know what? I, you know what I, I, I found interesting. Um, I mean, we had that clip from Todd McClellan last week, where, where you and I kind of took a different angle on what he was saying about yep. them scoring enough goals because they haven't. Uh, but I, but he was coming at it by saying there's teams that have scored the same amount that we have that who are, are in the, playoff in the playoffs are close to the playoffs. Uh, and and today, what he said and what Taylor Hall said in those clips you played. That they got to start in the defensive sure. end, and and yeah. I, and I right. think that's where Todd's coming from, and and even with Hall and Leon and Purcell, he's not saying, he's saying it, but he also says, let's start in their own end. Let's start by gaining puck possession in our own end of the rink. Sure, they got to get to the net more. Sure, they got to shoot a little more. They got to forecheck more and not score off the rush. But but I think he's really trying to beat it into this team that you are going to be good in your own end first that that is where we gain possession of the puck now i still think that the forechecking is an issue i still think there's not really a third line that can go out there and grind through shifts but but i i and i think Todd recognizes that but he's really even with the offensive players he's not saying Oh, you gotta, you gotta shoot more. You gotta pass more. Whatever. He's saying you gotta gain possession of the puck in your own end and get out of their smoke. Well,
3: Leon Rysytle has seen his face-off percentage drop by over two percent here in the last 10, uh, about last twelve games. Yeah, and I
1: was wrong. I thought he might keep climbing. Yeah, me but, too. But he's warned. I, I thought he might hit fifty. Well, you know the funny thing is, Reed, I, I,
3: To me, he kept on coughing and hacking, and and I wondered if it finally just got to him, right? You know, what I mean, like I thought he was fighting off the effects of a flu we got out of the All-Star break. I thought he be
1: rested and decompressed and be ready, but he hasn't been the same player. so... Uh, And this team's never had two lines scoring at the same time. All year. And, I mean, granted, they've had top offensive players out injured, but even so, it's... I mean, you did have Hall and Dreisaitl and Everly and Nugent Hopkins all healthy at the same time. And if you're looking at Paris, they never scored at the same right. time. And now since the All-Star break, it's McDavid, Everly, and in on 60% of the goals. And they only got one group really going well on the power play as well, and that's
3: now. My hope is by next year, we'll have a scenario where the Oilers have two lines that can score. Because, you know, and they've, they've obviously missed Clefbaum. They've only won nine of 27 games since he's been out. Nugent Hopkins only
1: three of ten since he's been out, but well, uh, it's, I it's know funny you, the mention, num- you yeah. mentioned the Ducks guys too. Sammy Vatn is an interesting guy to me because it, it seems to me whenever he plays the Oilers, he always stands out for the right reasons. Yeah. So and I and I know I get callers saying, What about what about Vatten? What about Vatten? I'm like, Well I I'd, <laughs> I'd love it if Vatten were an oiler. That would yeah, that he'd, would change well, he'd the, be the, right, of he'd, the D.
3: He'd be the right fit because he's the right shot. So wait, right. so give me three keys from your perspective
1: uh, for tonight's game. Okay, well we touched on one already, uh getting the scoring help from Holland Drysdale. I, I I bring this up almost every game, but I gotta go back to Camp Talbot. Because I do think he's a guy that's given the Oilers a shot almost every night. 9.27 save percentage since December 14th. You know why I use that cutoff date. That was the Boston game. And for the third one, spend less time in the penalty box. I mean, they're one of the most penalized teams in the seven games since the All-Star break. And, I mean, we've seen... Gryba take multiple penalties. Nurse take multiple penalties, and it's that's part of the reason Latesto and Hendricks are playing so much. They're killing so many penalties. If I read the stats right, they got three forwards, roughly fifty-two plus percent Corsi-wise.
3: Hall, Dry, Settle. Even though there's been the drop in mm-hmm. Connor McDavid, um, that's of interest too. They don't have the puck enough in the bottom six, and then Hall, obviously yeah. Dry, Settle having challenges in the circle has affected them as well. In, what time do we start tonight? Pre-
1: 5.30 is tonight for the uh, FaceTime Show. All
3: right, show. Well, I'll see you at 5.29. Perfect. Uh, off to a 6.30 Chad News, weather traffic update. When we come back, the one, the only, Mark Spector, Stocker Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta.